Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're talking about our thinking and our anxious thinking versus our wise mind thinking. And it can be tricky in the beginning when you're first starting to realize that your anxiety is happening because of your thoughts about things. You have to start to discern which thoughts are worth paying attention to and which ones you can just let float on by. And It's difficult in the beginning because the anxious thoughts are the very loud thoughts. They're demanding. They, they ask for your attention immediately and they're loud and they're often frightening because it's really your anxiety trying to keep your attention, trying to get you to act, trying to get you to do something right now. But that doesn't mean that that is the thought that you need to be entertaining. So in the beginning, we have to come to the realization that all of our thoughts, all of the thinking that's going on isn't true. So this can be a big breakthrough. Maybe some of you listening today will be hearing this for the first time, that I don't have to believe every thought that goes through my head all of my thoughts are not true. Anxious thinking could be telling me lies and those big loud voices may not be there to help me. So this is interesting to say the least, but we need to pay close attention because those loud demanding voices are not necessarily the ones we need to be acting on or paying attention to. Anxiety is always trying to find the threat that is going on in your life and and eliminate it, right? It wants to solve the problem, wants to take care of business, identify a threat and eliminate it and get you right back to safety. The reality is that you are probably already safe and that the threat is not external, You may not be in danger externally. The threat is being produced inside your mind, in your thoughts. And so you are having the reaction as if it was an external threat, but it's not. And this is where it gets very tricky. This is where anxiety digs in really deep when there is no external threat. Everything that is being brought up and all of this hormonal cascade that's running through your body is all from an internal event, your thinking. You can begin by allowing disturbing thoughts, disturbing thoughts that are, you know, inherently non-threatening. Just let them float on by. You can Determine if a thought is is something you need to do and act on right away or not. Actually, some of the things you need to act on right away, you don't even have time to think about, such as the example that I use all the time of stepping off the curb 
with a car speeding car coming around the corner. You don't think about, oh, now I need to jump back up on the curb. It just happens. There's no conscious thought going on. And that ramped you up and that should ramp you up. That should get your adrenaline and cortisol going. It got you going so it could get you to safety. That was an external event that you needed to react to with your fight or flight. But many of the things that you are all reacting to are not external events. They are coming from your own mind. And so you can actually begin to discern which ones you will pay attention to and which ones you can just let float by. The more you practice this, allowing these thoughts to just float by, the more apt you are to not only be getting, they don't get a rise out of you anymore, but they actually stop coming so often. This is all part of it because as we begin to calm down and let certain things just go by, we don't, we don't get ramped up. And so we're not in the anxious state quite so often. And we don't have to, we don't have to let them float by. They're just not coming as often anymore. How do we call out these anxious thoughts? I got a couple of ideas here for you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Anxious thoughts are usually quite personal. You know, we've talked about it many times, how anxiety hones in on our personal, sensitive subjects in our life. What is important to you? That's where your anxiety will lodge. There are many people who have had their anxiety lodge in their health. And it is something that's very important to them for many different reasons. But they are personally concerned or personally attached to their health for whatever their reasons are. And anxiety will go right there. For other people, 
It's not their health, but it may be their finances. And their anxiety has them crunching numbers all night long. There's many of you who you know who I'm talking to here. There are other people where they're thinking, I don't, I would never be anxious over my finances or crunching numbers, but they are very concerned about their personal safety. They are very concerned about maybe their children. The list goes on and on. We don't need to list them here. You all can know where do your thoughts go when you're anxious. That's where anxiety is lodging for you. And I bet that it's something very important to you, something that you hold very dear to your heart. That's where anxiety will go. Another way to know of an anxious thought is to see if what you're thinking is negative. Anxious thoughts are negative. They don't lean toward the positive. It is not coming up with all kinds of glorious, exciting, fun thoughts. They are negative. They are dark. It's another way that you can say, hey, is this Is this an anxious thought? This is pretty negative. Maybe I can just let this one go. Another pointer for anxious thoughts. Anxious thoughts feel urgent. When we are anxious and we are thinking about something for a long time, over and over again, maybe ruminating, and we feel like we have to take care of it. We got, we have to do this now. We have to do this now. But we're thinking about it for a long time. If it was actually something urgent, such as jumping back up onto the curb so that you are not run over by a speeding car, you would take action immediately without all of this thinking without all of this considering it, back and forth, back and forth, ruminating. So anxious thoughts feel urgent, but they are slow to take action. Another pointer for anxious thinking, you don't find any peace around anxious thoughts. There is no calm around anxious thoughts. And I've mentioned this many times before, that terminally ill patients have been shown to have lower anxiety rates compared to treatable patients. And this was in a study that was done with cancer patients. Truth brings with it a sense of peace. Now, that isn't to say they don't have concerns, but they are not going over and over and over endless possibilities. Whereas treatable patients have still much that they can think about and deliberate about. There's no peace. There's no calm. The actual truth of knowing that you have perhaps a terminal illness those patients were shown to be less anxious. There is an undercurrent of peace in that 
they have a truth that they are dealing with. And one more piece that we want to talk about before we get to some action steps is that worrying, this constant thinking about things ahead of time, before they have happened, all the endless possibilities, does not affect the outcome of situations. And I've mentioned this magical thinking about this before, but it bears to hear it again, because it can take some time for these things to to get into our regular thinking, into our daily routine, that we don't need to worry about things ahead of time. The magical thinking part of that is, if I do worry about it, it won't happen. And how did we get to where we were thinking like that? Well, most of us have heard that, what is it, 95 or 99% of the things that you worry about never happen. And that's very true. Life is filled with uncountable possibilities. So how could we worry about every single thing? So the magical thinking is that, well, if I worry about this, it won't happen. And of course, that isn't true. But we can drive ourselves to distraction by doing it, by worrying. But worrying does not affect the outcome of our situations. So what can we do? I've got a couple of action steps here, three of them to be exact. First off, you want to have awareness and acknowledgement that the anxious thoughts are not true. And again, how can you identify if it's an anxious thought? Is it urgent? Is it negative? Right? These are the ways that we can call it out. If it's urgent, and it's ruminating, it's probably an anxious thought. Remember, real urgency would have you acting immediately. But an anxious urgency is so uncomfortable, and it goes round and round. So be aware of that and acknowledge it. And know that that is not a true thought. That is not your wise mind. And secondly, you can ask yourself, Is this anxious thinking or is this my wise mind? Is this my anxious thinking or is this a rational thought? And I highly suggest, again, going to a journal or an app on your phone and keeping track of your anxious thoughts and seeing if you are unsure of it and you cannot figure out, is this an anxious thought or is this my wise mind? Is this an anxious thought or is this a, a rational thought? You can jot it down and time will tell you if it was an anxious thought or if it was a rational thought. Time will tell the truth on it. So it will be good for you to keep track and say, ah, look at these things that I was worrying about, that I was anxious about. They were not real. And thirdly, you can step beyond the anxiety. Get out of your mind. Get out of your head for a little bit and get back into the real world. Get back into your body. This is a place that doesn't lie. The body doesn't lie. You are in this space and time. 
Your body can't be in the future and your body can't be in the past. It's only right here, right now. So this is a beautiful place for us to come back into our body. Get out of the anxiety. Get out of the mind. The mind can go all over the place. It can go to the past. It can go to the future. And it can take you all these thoughts about the future and thoughts about the past is the reality of it. It isn't really in the past or the future, but the thoughts are there, the thinking, the ruminating. So step beyond the anxiety and get beyond yourself and get back into your body and into the real world, into the present moment. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I want to hear from you if you have any thoughts about your own anxiety and wise mind. Let me know how you're doing and if you kept a journal on this. I'd love to hear from you. And now for today's quote. We were speaking about intrusive thoughts on one of our group coaching calls and a member said, Remember, these are fake thoughts. That's from an ACP group coaching member. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.